Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Molly McGrath, who is the founder of Hiring and Empowering Solutions. Her website is hiringandempowering.com. And just so you know, we'll talk more about this at the end, but she has a gift for you, a complimentary consultation call if you visit her website, hiringandempowering.com. So with no further ado, Molly, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me, Jen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just thought I'd ask, since it's a new year, how's uh, 2021 treating you so far? Oh, gosh, you know, it's amazing. All of my entrepreneurial clients that I talk to now that we're hitting a little over the year year mark of uh, 2020 and the launch of global pandemic, um, it is it is feeling like quite the hangover, <laughs> so to speak, of, <laughs> you know, just reflecting back on the year. Um, as an entrepreneur, I just want to say a big giant kudos for, to all of us that are left standing um, by and large. I mean, it was not it was not a year for the week at all. So I'm excited about 2021. We're closing the books on Q1. It's been pretty great. And I'm most people that I speak with have a new, um, you know, new level of hope and energy and vibrancy that I think is well long overdue. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's beautifully said. And, you know, uh, I live here in Virginia beach and uh, the start of spring, I started to see sun again. So I already feel... <laughs> a newness, even, even at the time of this recording, um, just seeing sun outside. <laughs> yeah. We just, I'm in Colorado and we have snow on the ground, but the sun shines every day. We have more sunshine than Miami beach. I was actually talking to a client this morning and that has made such a difference during the pandemic. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, where mm. the sun did not shine for about <laughs> six to eight months. And it's a game changer when the sun's out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Molly, you are uh, not new to the entrepreneurial space. You have been in business uh, since 2008. And uh, I just want to take a moment to say congratulations. Uh, I'm sure it's absolutely been a long, uh, fulfilling journey for you. Mm, it has been, you know, it's, it's amazing. I've been blogging since 2008. And one of my favorite things to do, I, I've never missed a week. Um, and then it, about two years ago, I launched a podcast, I've written three books. And I, I'm so grateful to be here. And as you know, the world grows at online is now bigger and better than ever. We're never going back to the old school ways and the way to be able to get information to people in such a clear, concise, quick way is um, I'm always so intrigued and excited about that and just finding ways to get the message out and to speak into the entrepreneurial um, mindset and listening to support them. And I'm really, really committed to dropping value bombs as much as I can to be able to support people because it, 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 like you said, it's a long journey. It's a rewarding journey, but the saying it's lonely at the top um, 2020 has taught us um, how true that statement is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about your company, Molly, Hiring and Empowering Solutions. There are two aspects to what you do. So the first side is the staffing portion, and the second side is consulting. So tell us a little bit about that, the staffing side and the consulting side, and who who do you typically love to serve in regards to these two aspects? 
Yeah. So as far as the staffing side, um, I only work with small solopreneurs. Um, I am very, very passionate about the small business owner. And when it comes time to growing your business, staffing, hiring, whether it's your first hire, it's your 10th hire, um, it's daunting. It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, business owners will always say business would be great, but for the employees, you know, it, it's a headache and a heartache of investing all that time, energy, taking the leap of faith to hire people, and then you have to train them and then onboard them. And when you pour into them and then they leave, it can be just such a soul crushing process. So my commitment is um, in my recruiting and hiring process is very methodical about um, hiring people that will be lifers, so to speak. Mm. My entire process is about um, trying to find people. I like to hire people that um, come with the right mindset, emotional intelligence, and give them an opportunity they maybe haven't. My whole process is very different of hiring human beings mm. versus human doings. And a lot of times entrepreneurs get seduced by a resume and they hire people simply based on their resume versus hiring people that, um, you know, are extraordinary human beings. You can always train skill set. You can always train knowledge. It's very difficult to train the human stuff unless you have a full-time psychologist on your staff, <laughs> which, you know, most people don't. And I, I really, you know, I have a passion for the underdog, so to speak, of hiring people that maybe didn't have the opportunities uh, presented to them. They can't get through, cut through the noise because their resume doesn't have years and years of all this glitz and glam experience. And that's what I'm really passionate about and like educating the entrepreneur on why they want to hire people that um, are, are maybe don't have years and years of college experience, don't have years and years of experience in corporate America because there's such a disconnect. So often when I hire people, they're like, I can't get a job. No one will hire me because I don't have experience and I can't get experience because nobody will hire me and take a chance on me. Right. So I really like to bridge that gap. And to um, and when I do, when I can really convince the entrepreneur to hire people from that perspective, I get emails and phone calls all the day. They're like, I just can't thank you enough. There's no way I would have hired that person based mm -hmm. on their resume. And they have been the best best asset to my business. And they completely transformed their hiring process, which brings in the consulting side of things. Most hiring staffing agencies, recruiters, what have you. I think the biggest miss is that they don't have the consulting side of things. So I do flat fee retained search. Most staffing agencies do a percentage of annual salary. Right now it's up to 32% of the candidate's annual salary, which I think is absolutely criminal. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I do flat fee retained search because I want the entrepreneur to know that I invested in finding the best person for them, regardless of how much money they want, number one. And then number two, I make them go through a 90-day onboarding process with me where I really support the employee and the entrepreneur with getting on the same playing field and speaking the same language. We get on the phone every two weeks and really one small step at a time, make sure that they're speaking the same language, everything's clear, concise, and well communicated. It almost sounds like you are uh, kind of like a love coach in a sense where you're oh, matching yes. people. I don't know if you've heard that. I mean, we yes. describe that, but it's like, 
you know, you're really doing your due diligence for both parties, you know, for the employer and for the employee. And then um, what you do is, you know, you bring them together. And like you said, you have that 90 day process where you're monitoring them and, you know, seeing if they're a good fit and bridging that gap to make sure that they're on the same page with things. And, you know, it's one thing to just, you know, recruit and bring someone on board, but it's another thing to make sure that they, you know, mesh in with the company culture. And, you know, that's not just something where you, you know, drop someone in that company and then leave. It's like, so I really like that, you know, that 90 day process that you take, you know, the CEO or the entrepreneur and the employee to go through, to be able to, you know, go, you know, get to the same wavelengths. Yeah. You know, I, I use that analogy all the time. I'm like, it's just very much like match.com or any (laughs) online dating process. And it is because it's a relationship first and foremost, but also so often entrepreneurs forget that the candidates are hiring you Mm-hmm. or interviewing you just as much as you're in, if not more mm-hmm. um, in this day and age, because people are so tired of going to work every day for a paycheck. They want to belong to something where they, they're interviewing your core values, they're interviewing your culture, they're interviewing you as a yeah. human being, not just as a quote unquote boss, because we spend most of our waking time in at work, right? And even since the pandemic, people working from home and working virtually, they work harder than they ever have, because they're not spending all this time commuting. They're not, you know, they get a little bit of flexibility, I could run to the softball game and then come home and then be able to work for two or three hours at night. So people are working harder than ever, and they want to be part of something that is in alignment with their personal as well as their professional values and goals. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something early on, Molly, that I think is, um, you know, I imagine is kind of the differentiator with what you do at your company. And you like to find lifers, you know, people who would want to work at a company uh, for a long time. And um, I'm curious if that, um, maybe the the filtering process or the qualifying process has shifted uh, because of the pandemic. Like you said, it's like people are at home now, there's no commuting, they have to work harder. Um, have you seen a difference in regards to, you know, finding the right employees for entrepreneurs? I have seen a difference, not a massive, I'll be completely honest, mm-hmm. um, not a massive, massive difference in that, you know, everybody's different. Some people even now are saying, all right, can I go back into an office for mm-hmm. a little bit? I'm kind of sick of being home. I need some more inspiration and things of that nature. But, you know, at the end of the day, people will never, ever leave you if you if they get time, attention and feedback. So it's speaking into that lifer. My favorite thing, a part of my recruiting process, when I inbox people and I will say, hey, are you happy? Are you being treated well? Would you mm-hmm. t- like to talk to me about new opportunity? And it warms my heart so much when people say, no, I'm completely happy. They won't even consider <laughs> talking to me. And I really want to. And sometimes I do. I'll send that business. I'll send and say, good job. Mm. Great job on creating such an amazing culture within your organization, because people don't want to bounce around anymore. They want a place that they could call home. And when, when I do see people 
that do bounce around within their in the um, entrepreneur be like, I don't even want to talk to them. They change jobs every two years, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's not a fair assessment. Mm. It especially since 2008, where people were consistently getting laid off. And now yeah. we're seeing that again in the pandemic. But the layoffs aren't as big here in since this recent pandemic as they were in 2008. But when I get on the phone and I want to talk to everyone, I'm like, why, why are you bouncing around every two, three years? What's the deal? Mm -hmm. And so often when I really, not always, but when a lifer, how I can the line of delineation between a lifer and somebody who's just job hopping is their story behind it. And when they share about, you know, that the company that we never had staff meetings, we never had strategic retreats. I never could get close to the heartbeat of the business. My, we never did employee growth plans. We didn't mm-hmm. have reviews. They want time, attention, and feedback. And so often, that's what entrepreneurs will say. You know, I don't want to train anyone. I don't have time to train them. Like, the, well, what the way that that communicates, whether you're training them or you're coaching them or you're mentoring them or you're just connecting with them, if you don't have that in the fabric of your business, people will leave. I mean, it's just like divorce when people it's bringing in that dating analogy again, you know, where it's like, we just grew apart. Well, yeah, yeah, it's because you didn't invest the time and Mm -hmm. people need that. We're human beings. Yeah. It goes back to what you said that I find, I found really profound. People will never leave you if you give them time, attention, and feedback. And if you don't give them any of that, it's like what you said, we grew apart and, you know, there's more likely a lower retention rate in regards to, you know, keeping your employees. Yeah. You know, in some positions like receptionists or client services or sales or marketing, we know that those positions have about a two-year shelf life. And so often, you know, once you have an acknowledgement and awareness of that, you know, if you get someone to stay for three years or longer, great. But if you just say, okay, I'm going to get about two years out of this position, out of this hire, then it causes you as an entrepreneur to be more intentional with that. Okay, I got 24 months to have this position systematized, have it Mm -hmm. processed, have it from a place of efficiency. And when the next person gets hired and brought in here, what can I do to make the job easier for um, us as a business to have to train? So when you shift your mindset around that, then you don't have resentment and upset around it, number one. And number two, how can you consistently up-level the training and the onboarding of those positions? Yeah. Yeah, Molly, you've been uh, just sharing a ton of uh, advice and words of wisdom in regards to, you know, staffing this entire conversation. And um, you hinted that you've written three books. And one of the books I wanted to talk about with you is The Entrepreneurs in an Entrepreneur's World. Uh, Tell us about this book. Yeah. So back in the 90s, um, I came up with this term entrepreneurs and where it came from. So often I'd be at national conferences when we travel Mm -hmm. and people would say, how do I get my employees to step up and lead? You know, how do I get my employees to take ownership of their job? Mm -hmm. And, you know, or, or I'd hear statements, Hey, I feel like nobody cares about the business as much as I do. 
Well, first and foremost, nobody will ever care about the business as much as you do. Your name's on the door. You own the business. So stop expecting people to care (laughs) as much as you do. I mean, truly, once Mm -hmm. I really got that, I think it was Gary Vanderchuk who did an amazing YouTube video on that about stop complaining about your employees not caring as much (laughs) as you do. They're not. They're not entrepreneurs. It's not their business. Mm -hmm. However... However, how do you get them to take ownership of their piece of the pie, so to Mm -hmm. speak? So the entrepreneurs really came from having employees and training employees and growing employees into a place where they use statements like our clients, or they use statements like we, where they think of it as their business and they take complete ownership of it, but they're, you know, not from a place of capital or financial, they're not partners and they're not writing checks for it, but from their place of what, whatever role they serve in, in the company. And there is a way to do that. And in my book, I do talk about the eight steps to creating an empowering conversation and Mm -hmm. empowering environment. And so entrepreneurs are really, they have the mindset, they have the sweat equity, they have the ownership of an entrepreneur. They think and act like it is their business because there's something in it for them. So maybe it's an incentive-based compensation plan. Maybe it's, you know, we close the office on Fridays. You have a culture and really clear of what's in it for them because so often, and entrepreneurs don't include their employees in the overall big vision. Mm-hmm. And for multiple reasons, number one, they don't create the time to sit down and create quarterly strategic retreats. Number two, they don't want to overwhelm or burden their employees with it. When the employees are like, we don't know where true North is. We don't know mm-hmm. where the North star is. So when you bring them into the overall vision, Number one. And number two, there's something in it for them. And you're clear what resonates with them. Don't dictate it. Ask your employees, like, what would be a home run for you? If here's our vision, here's our goals, here's the part that you play within your job description. And then what would be in it for you to just roll up your sleeves and be part of this? And building employee growth plans within it is really how you build on entrepreneurs. I have so many, you know, I had had somebody call me today, a client service coordinator, which is, you know, a high level receptionist. And she was just so frustrated because another employee wasn't returning client phone calls on Mm. time that they, you know, had upset clients. I mean, you, you hear, I wish I would have recorded the conversation. I get calls like this all the time. You would think her name was on the door. Like Mm. she would take a bullet for her entrepreneur. And it's really when somebody has your back. And that's what I hear from entrepreneurs all the time. Listen, just because I own a business, everybody thinks I have all the answers. I don't. I don't. And I really wish that people would come to me with proposed solutions versus constant problems. I wish that somebody had my back. And in essence, that's the definition of an entrepreneur. Mm, I love that. If you can create that kind of environment where your employees feel, let's say, even safe enough to disclose that or to share um, or to collaborate, I would say, with the entrepreneur, then I think that makes for a healthy you know, company culture and environment and um, also better retention, <laughs> I think, when they feel like they, they matter, their voice matters. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, Jen, you just said something really great about feel safe enough. There's Mm -hmm. a phenomenal book that I highly recommend called Crucial Conversations. Mm -hmm. And it's really about what, what are the, how do you get employees to speak up and take ownership? And number one, you got to start with heart. Number two, you have to make it safe. I actually wrote a book. I I was in a collaborative book called Speaking Your Truth. Mm -hmm. And I'm very big proponent of that, of creating a culture where your employees feel safe to speak up. So often, another book I wrote was Don't Be a Yes Chick, is that that was my number one Amazon bestseller book about so often employees just shake their head. They look like a deer in a headlight. They (laughs) say yes to everything because you haven't, given them permission to speak up. Mm. But then, you know, but then entrepreneurs are constantly frustrated because nobody speaks up. Well, you have to make sure that's in your ground rules. It's within your core values. One of the core values of my organization, the number one core value is that we all have brutal honesty. Mm. And I hire people. I'm like, I need your voice. I need your insight. I need you to tell me when I'm showing up like a wrecking ball. I need you to tell me when I'm the bottleneck within the business. I need, I need, I want to hire people. I can't have an organization of yes chicks. Yeah, definitely. Um, So that was your second book. What's your third book? I'm just curious. So the first one was Don't Be a Yes Chick. The second mm-hmm. one was um, Speaking Your Truth. I was actually in volume one and volume two, and you can see the reference on my website. And then my third was one was Entrepreneurs in the Entrepreneur's World, How to Get Your Employees Step Up and Lead. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that our listeners will really uh, love to get their hands um, on that on those books, Molly. It definitely sounds like you are a wealth of knowledge considering how you've been in business since 2008. And so I feel like you've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the in the hiring, uh, in the staffing space, and as well as consulting, um, I know that there probably would be uh, some of our listeners that would want to con- like actually initiate a conversation with you. And uh, you have a giveaway for our uh, listeners. You are willing to give away a complimentary consultation call for one hour. So let us know um, when they visit your website, hiringandempowering.com, and they sign up for that cons- consultation call. What they can what what can they expect from you? Yeah, I love that. So yes, you can go to my contact page and just please put in the notes that I am your friend or client of Jen's and I absolutely would be honored to award that for you. Uh, So on that call, I really um, go through a seven step strategy of breaking down all areas of the business and really your personal life pieces Mm -hmm. where you're either working too much or what have you and go through what's working and what's not working and what an ideal outcome would be in each of those areas, whether it be your people, your Mm -hmm. process, your production, your profitability, your health and wellness and time out of the business, um, your future opportunities and where you're stuck in owning a job or um, where you feel like you don't get to be the entrepreneur and the innovator within your business. And so when you schedule a call, I'll actually send you a questionnaire beforehand and give you some thought-provoking questions so we make certain that our time together is clear, concise, and very laser focused, where you will fill out the questionnaire and I'll give you some every area of your practice, of your business, as well as your personal life to do a self-discovery. And then that way we could get on the call and we'll hit it running. I'd like to do it on Zoom and I'd like to record it and then have it transcribed for you so you can actually walk away with the blueprint. Wow. And all of that uh, complimentary. So thank you, Molly. Indeed. Absolutely.
Yeah. Well, before we get going here, I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about hiring and empowering solutions or just anything, any other parting advice you want to share with our small business owners and entrepreneurs listening to the show? Yeah, thanks. I would say the best way to get some consistent booster shots throughout your week to help you up level in your business as an entrepreneur, or quite honestly, if you are uh, employee as well listening, you can go to my website and opt in every Tuesday, I drop a podcast that has a tremendous amount of tips, techniques and um, opportunities for you to up level your business and then to invest in yourself and or your employees. And then and every Thursday, I drop a blog as well. So if you opt in, you will have two opportunities every single week to get my, um, you know, what's worked for me since I um, started out on this journey. Yeah. And I just have to say kudos to you for uh, being consistent since 2008 to get a blog out every week. That is just astounding. I think a lot of people take for granted the power of consistency. So, you know, kudos to you, Molly. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, again, to our listeners, this is Molly McGrath, who is the founder of Hiring and Empowering Solutions. You can learn more about her and her company at hiringandempowering.com. Thank you all. Oh, and also remember to visit the website to sign up for that complimentary consultation call. And with that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.